I think we're about to say goodbye to that. That's it's a sad day. Enjoy that, you guys. The old uh, the old 1992 rock and roll theme song, I think, is about to be shown the door. You were you were lovely and you served your purpose well. But is really bugging me now. It's really bugging me. And I got to I got to kill it before it catches on. So we're going to start experimenting uh, with new with new music for the opening. That's exciting. How are you doing? Good. I'm very excited about new music. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which way I want to go. Uh, you know, because you want an energy to it. You want a good, you know, boom, ba-na-na-na-na-na. that did it for a while. That did it. But I mm-hmm. wouldn't want to bang to it. And I, but then again, you have to ask, is that what the, the Loftus Party theme song should be? Should it be like just <laughs> like it can't be a slow jam. We can't no, go. <laughs> no, we can't have a slow jam. Yeah, no. it's the loftest party. Take it off, baby. <laughs> I don't want to see no brazier, my dear. <laughs> actual, actual line of music. Okay, so uh, that's that's the sad note uh, that we're opening on. I have been. It's been a hurry, scurry, crazy, a hurry, crazy week for me. I'm. I have. I'm suffering. From from poor time management, so I got to fix that. Hmm. Well, mm. you get to start a whole new week tomorrow. Holy crap! You know, here's the thing. Well, <laughs> I'll get I'll get back to it. I want to circle back around because I always like jumping right into show. I think a lot of a lot of podcasts are just straight up horrible, right? Uh, because they just ramble on and on about crap. Nobody gives a a, a rat's patootie about. So here we are. I'm, we're just jumping in. Like hardcore, and then okay. we'll see what happens. Yeah, it has been a year of Trump. That's the title of this show. One year of Trump. And I gotta tell you, I've thought about it and I've thought about it, and I think it's going swimmingly well. I it's I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased. I'm not nearly as disappointed as I thought I was gonna be. I, and and <laughs> Like the Bill Crystals of the world are still going at it. Oh, I like know. Like they're still – like what does that dude want? Here's here's my takeaway from the whole thing. And uh, and I apologize uh, to anybody who's not uh, on board like I am. Uh, it's if, – if you just took away uh, the, like the crassness, I guess, like people don't like the way Trump – says things. That's it. If you take that away and just look at the accomplishments, it's, it's going amazingly well. Well, it's (laughs) kind of like, it's kind of like when they pull his policies, if they call it a Trump policy, it pulls far worse than when they just say, do you agree with X? (laughs) And people say, yes. Yeah. I do have to say, I, I did love Trump's tweet about the women's March though. That was hilarious. That that's was going up, that's going up there with the uh, the the Kim Jong Un. Uh, why does he call me old? I'd never call him short and fat. I, I mean, I, that was a great one. That's still number one, but the Women's March is definitely in the top five. No, I think the Women's March for me is number one. First, better of all, than better than short and fat. Yeah, simply because it was factual. It was just go out and celebrate this. It's wonderful for you. That, that it was like was so great. 
so great. I saw it late in the day, but like your way to go, ladies. It's an awesome day to celebrate my accomplishments. <laughs> no, it's an awesome day to celebrate like women's unemployment being at historic lows. Da 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 da. I mean, he the way he phrased it was perfect. Yes. It's 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 wonderful. And I I'm telling you, telling you what. Uh people who don't like that he tweets, you you got to understand that's part of what got him here. That's part of what got him. His his ability to, to do the end around uh, mm-hmm. on everybody. So I'm thrilled that uh, – and oh, here's the other thing that got buried in all of this, that ginormous Apple news. Well, giant Apple news, they're going to look for a second headquarters and they're going to repatriate a, a crap ton of cash. Yeah, that's exciting. But mm-hmm. that, 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 that news just got all got buried. And and now well, of course it did. I think and I want to hope I want to hope that people can see uh, and that people are waking up to the fact that the, the media is just uh, in, incredibly biased. There was there was another news story that came out that in the first year of the Trump presidency, 90 percent of the coverage was bad. 90 mm-hmm. percent. And when you've got Jimmy Carter, when you had Jimmy Carter out there. Uh, going, I've never seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. Jimmy flipping Carter. I'm Jimmy Carter. I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Here, hand me that hammer. I got to build a, a shack for a, for a homeless person. When Jimmy Carter, God bless his soul, says he's never seen anything like it. You guys, that's crazy time. It's crazy time. It's crazy time. Yes. no, it, it's It's terribly negative. And it just it cracks me up because then you see the poll today and this is what a good job the media does folks this is what they do a majority of americans get this a majority of americans believe the current economic trends are a result of obama policies not trump's that's hilarious okay apple I mean, it's, would it's be sad, repa- but- apple would be repatriating nothing without the tax bill Yes. They would probably be moving more cash overseas. There is nothing about Obama policies that has anything to do with people getting bonuses, with people seeing more money in their paychecks, with unemployment being at historic lows because companies are actually hiring now. I Uh, love – there's a clip of Obama when he was out – when he was out trying to help out Hillary Clinton talking about uh, Donald Trump thinks that he can just uh, bring back these jobs. And bring back these money like, like he's got a magic wand. What's he going to do? Wave a magic wand? And I'm like, yup. Yup. He just waved it. It's called tax reform and it's working like a charm. Exactly. It's a total magic wand. Oh. It's unprecedented. It's great. And then the, it's all the messaging. It's all the messaging, the messaging, mm-hmm. the messaging. That's something that uh, well, and then the people boo-hoo. suck at. The boohoo year – year in review article oh trump's sole accomplishment yeah in the last year has been undoing obama's legacy and all they talked about were all the overreach executive orders that obama put out they didn't pass in a lot legislatively under obama he just wrote stuff yes yeah and very easy to undo guys take a clue next time i when we've said it on this show before I didn't like it when Obama did all the ex- mm-hmm. executive orders. I don't like it when Trump does the executive orders. No. Nope. Change the law. Change the law. 
So well, the other big story that we have to get down to, and it's and I'm telling you guys, I'm just gonna if this show was a stew or a soup, I'm gonna just uh, keep sprinkling in some more Trump love <laughs> as we go. I have I have chosen sides. I am no I think, so anyway, we got the shutdown coming and it's the big uh, you got Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Trump owns this. He owns this. No. And then you got the other guys going. It's the Schumer shutdown. It's the blah 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 blah. Uh, and 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 here's me. And this is, this is bad because I don't I don't have anybody in the military. My brother was in the military. He's he's been out for a while. I feel horrible for those people. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll say that right, right now. If you are are uh, in a military family and you're not getting your paycheck, that sucks. However, and somebody, some smart aleck on Twitter or or Facebook or somewhere on the interwebs has to have this going. How much money are we saving? How much money did we save today by having a government shutdown? I, I, I don't know, but here's here's my thing, and this is where I land in the whole stew of the shutdown. Um, DACA does not belong in a spending bill in any way, shape, or form. You have two months to negotiate. Some new immigration guidelines, right? It ha- yep. This is a spending bill. I am like such a fan, and some states have this. I think Arizona does. One issue, one bill. Like when you're talking about the budget and what the government needs, DACA ain't in that. Mm-mm. That's it. It's like, hey, how much are we going to spend on roads? Da-da-da-da. Hey, what about airports? Da-da-da-da. What about the military? Da-da-da-da. Hey, what are we going to do with these kids who snuck in? Well, that's a separate issue, man. That's a <laughs> separate. separate issue. And it's mm-hmm. not like you didn't know this day was coming, you basket of human turds. <laughs> it's not like the president of the United States didn't say months ago, I don't like this. I'm kicking it to Congress. You guys figure it out. Now they act like, as, oh, he's only giving us we have to we have to shut down the gum. No, you don't. No, you we're don't. Gonna pay, we're going to buy the this on the roads, that on airports, that on the military, that for the people who work for the government. And you guys can figure this crap out in like the middle of March. Exactly. You've got two months to figure that out. And if you all come to work every day. And maybe work a full work week, maybe put 40 hours in, you can get it done. That should be the theme song. It would be for this week, like a funky disco, Schumer shut down, like just a gospel choir in the background. I don't know. I'm, he I'm makes, not- he, every time I see a picture of him, I think of that um, evil wizard on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one where uh, where you find out how uh, Chris Kringle got his powers and became. That's the one you're thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Winter Warlock. That's what it was. Yes. Every yes. time I see a picture of him, I see the Winter Warlock. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He is. That nose, that chin. Yeah. And then they finally melted his cold, cold heart. The Winter yeah, no, Warlock. No. What I love, what I love in all of this is the face of everything, the face of the resistance, the face of the obstructionists. They all come from California and New York. And why doesn't everybody go look at the net migration statistics in California and New York? Because everybody's leaving. Another great point. (laughs) And that's what I love 
about uh, our little union here. This is what I love about having 50 states and Puerto Rico. You can compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Hey, if we do this kind of thing and we have this kind of policies, what do you get? You get a turd sandwich that no one wants to eat in California. Then if you do it like this, what do you get? Ooh, you get Texas. You get things like this and that and people have guns and blah, 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 blah. And we have growth and capitalism and wonderfulness. Yes. Compare and, and contrast. If and it's going so well, why ain't you bragging? They, if it's going so well, why ain't you bragging? They keep putting Andrew Cuomo out there as like a front runner for the Democratic nomination in 2020. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The Talk governor, about a dude who is the, not loved. The governor with the largest percentage of net out migration in the country is doing such a bang up job that you want him to do that to the rest of the country. It's 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's madness. I'm I'm, I'm oh starting God. to think about about the next next presidential Oprah. election. Give me Oprah. Give me Oprah. Give me Oprah. I mean, it's going to be that's going to be a great thing. That's going to be super entertaining Mm -hmm. when it is just a Democratic uh, crap show with everybody and their mother. And it's going to be a who hates Trump more competition. And these policies aren't fair competition. That's going to be wonderful. And everybody's going to have more more money in their paycheck. Everybody who's going to want to work is going to be working. Companies are going to be growing repatriating cash, covering that big $1 trillion, whatever they said with the tax cut. Do you realize that's almost wiped out just by Apple? And yes. And it'll be so wonderful. <laughs> like, all Trump, all Trump will have to do is go on to the debate stage and go, seriously, you want to go back to that? Yeah. You, you, you want to go, go back, back to, that? to like 2% growth? Mm-hmm. Don't forget that, gentle listeners. Yes. Uh, that Obama – was the first president in the history of this country who never put, who could never put up a three. Everybody he didn't else, even really put up a two that often. I swear to God. It's like this is how big of an absolute jackhole failure that guy was. He mm-hmm. couldn't put up a three. I mean, I think they were putting up threes in the Great Depression. But, <laughs> but I think what they didn't understand – is all Trump is doing with the economy is getting out of the way. I swear that's he's oh my deregulating. Gosh, I love it. He's we letting them go. keep more of their own money. He's just to make the economy run. Government just needs to get out of the way. I was just on uh, the Steel and Unger show on the yep. on XM Radio. I like those guys, and I've said it on this show, and I've said it on the television show. The American economy is idiot proof. Mm-hmm. It is idiot proof. All you have to do is stand back and let it go. You have to keep people from polluting. You have to try to keep the rivers clean. You, and, if, and if people are breaking rules, uh, you got to call them on it. However, just let it go. Let No government entity is ever going to invent the light bulb. Nope. But freaking Thomas Edison, that dude was just a hungry little mouse chasing some cheese, uh, was sitting on his chair. Good. <laughs> Doing coke, trying to figure out how to make more money. He figured it out. It's the just sit back and that's what you don't have to be a genius. And and that's, you know, Donald Trump saying he's a super genius, whatever. That's funny and hilarious. However, that's all he's doing 
is like, you, get out of the way. You, stand back. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. You, get out of the way and just let it go. And it's a freight train of innovation and success. Well, and you get poor people. You get poor people who are sick of being poor and they go, ooh, I think I figured out a better way to do this. I bet I could sell that idea. And ba-boom, they get rich. It works for spaceships and it works for Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. I, I, I met the inventor of the Hot Pocket. You what? <laughs> what? I met the inventor of the Hot Pocket. You're kidding me. <laughs> no, I, think, I think my son has an altar to that dude in his room. I sure do. And however, oh, God, I, 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 do have a word, I do have a word of warning to the Hot Pocket people. Mm-hmm. I accidentally bought a uh, pepperoni Hot Pocket that that wasn't the regular dough. It was like it was like garlic and rosemary and infused uh, like shut up. Shut up. You're it's a, hot, a hot, pocket. hot Pocket. Don't you don't have to don't you're not tricking anybody. OK, here's what it is. It's dough. <laughs> With some kind of food substance inside that I enjoy. So don't – oh, it's garlic, rosemary. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Just give me the regular. Do don't you, even sell that other crap. Do you put it in that little like tinfoil infused thing to actually The heat, wrap? the warming sleeve, the crisping tray. Oh my god. Oh, and this is just a side note. This is just fun and funny. Uh, but it was like – it was National Popcorn Day the other day. Uh, and so I sent out an angry tweet about Orville <laughs> Redenbacher, and I used their Twitter handle. I called them out. I got no love on that. I got zero traction. I think I'm the only one who realizes that this uh, captain of the popcorn industry has been betrayed. Uh, it always happens from within. Like no one could knock Orville down from his throne of popcorn, and then he got some bad advice. And that's how I, America see, goes my, too. My Orville – my box of Orville is still the old kind. Yeah, you're lucky. I, apparently, I need I'm to hoard that, you. save it for a rainy day. You do. Look at the expiration date on that. <laughs> if, it, if it has the multicolored bag, if it has the red yes. and white bag, it does. You're, in, you're in good shape. That's going to be delicious. I'm not even kidding you, uh, Liberty Dipsy. Go out and get, get the mini one. Don't get like the big family size box. Get the little, hey, here's three bags of popcorn. Get the new one. It has like a little brown triangle on the outside of the box, and that popcorn will taste like garbage. And you will be amazed that how did this get through? How did this get through? It's a great metaphor you know. for America. It really is. America is the Orville Redenbacher of countries, and we can defend ourselves from anybody. But if there's someone in our little test lab who goes, you know what we should do? We should be more environmentally bing, bang, bing. We should do, 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 do. And we'll be like, well, won't that mess up the popcorn? Because that's what we're here about. Oh, we should do it. We should pass legislation. Da, 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 da. Suddenly America's popcorn will be crap. That's a that's an awesome metaphor. Uh, you guys, let's not become the Orville Redenbacher of nations. Donald Trump, keeping us Orville, keeping that bow tie high and tight <laughs> since there. 2017. Oh, dear Lord. Well, you know, did you get all the, the – we're dying again because of the shutdown? Are we dying because of the shutdown? I you thought, know, no, I, I thought I, net neutrality killed us. Then I thought the tax well, reform no, killed us. Well, no, the first thing that killed us was coming out of the Paris Climate Accord. That's right. We were so dead we then. We were dead then, and then we were dead with the tax bill, and then we were dead with net neutrality, and now we're dying again because of the shutdown. I still Ugh. don't see a lot of bodies in the streets, guys. The hyperbole is not winning you any arguments. Just stop. Holy Just crap. Stop. Holy crap. I saw uh, Mick, Mick Mulvaney. Is that the guy's name? 
from the Trump administration? Yeah, Mick, Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. That dude is great. Oh my god, that have you seen? Dude is great. Have you seen he, what he's doing with Elizabeth Warren's pet agency? N- no, I didn't. But oh I want to talk god. about the whole Chuck Schumer thing. Chuck Schumer went into the Oval Office, and this is this goes back to the the shutdown and DACA and the wall. Mm-hmm. And Chuck Schumer goes, "Mr. President, I'll give you. Uh, oh my, there's like two different words, and I'm going to mess it up. One is an appropriation. An appropriation is here's the money. Right. Right." Like we'll actually cut cut the check, right. and then there's another word they use, which means we'll bring it up. I'll uh, I'll show you I'll show you how we can pay for this, and uh, and so Chuck Schumer, I guess, was in the Oval Oval Office insisting to Donald Trump, here's how we're going to pay for the wall, here's how we're going to pay for the wall. And Trump's like, okay, okay, that sounds cool. And so Schumer left, knowing damn well sure that he was not actually paying for the wall. He wasn't appropriating the funds. Right. He's saying, here's how we can get you the money. Well, that's been on the table for for ages, I guess. Right. They know how much securing the border will cost, and it's just waiting there. Like someone has to actually appropriate the funds and write the check. Mm-hmm. So for Chuck, it's so disingenuous. It's so disingenuous. Like, and like he, he literally tried to trick him. Mm-hmm. He like literally went into the office and goes, well, I'm giving you everything you want. I'm giving you everything. I don't know why you're not taking the deal. I don't know why you're taking the deal. Okay, well, let me think about it. The instant he leaves. And man, uh, that Mulvaney dude called him out today uh, on that, on the on the Sunday shows, and that was fantastic. That's fantastic. And that's something I never I never would have known. I totally would have been a sucker for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was just Joe Schmo, I'd be like, wow, Chuck Schumer gave him everything he wanted. Why didn't he take that deal? He didn't take that deal because there was no deal to be had. There was, it was a actually- bad deal. There was no money discussed for crying out loud. No, no, no. Well, Mulvaney was the, also, the, I think, uh, the guy that did that great um, that great video about how spending in Washington isn't like spending in your house. Because if yes. I just tell you I'm going to spend less over time, then that's considered a cut. I'm still actually it's, so instead of two percent spending growth, we're only going to have one. People view that as a cut in Washington. Now you and that's I both right. know that's not how we look at it at our home. Fantastic freaking video. Exactly. And he did mm-hmm. another one, and I don't want to get ahead because I want to yeah. save this for later. But Stormy Daniels, this is a this is a great one. And this is once again, it proves I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. I film these uh videos uh every week. I love doing it. It's it's really where I want to go. I want to increase uh the production value and and all that wonderful stuff, the YouTube channel. It it makes me happy. Doing stand-up on stage, telling jokes, makes me happy. Doing the videos every week also makes me very happy. So that's what you want to do. You want to pursue uh, your happiness. That's why mm-hmm. it's, it's no it's no baloney when we say life, liberty, and the pursuit of some serious happiness. That's what we're right. trying to do. I thought, I thought this Stormy Daniels video would go gangbusters. Absolute gangbusters. I think I screwed up in the title of it. Because uh, the title of it is, uh, did Donald Trump or, or did the Prez uh, bang Stormy Daniels, which was it w- w- was bad. I shouldn't have done that. I should it should have been like, here's why Stormy Daniels doesn't matter. And and I was <laughs> I was right because uh, she's come out and this this would this would be the end of any other presidency, like uh, a bona fide adult film actress going, yeah, I had sex uh with Donald Trump or the this guy, you know, f- multiple times this happened, that happened, blah blah blah. I was given hush money. That would be the end. However, I, I take 
it's a mixed bag. I want I wanted the video to get millions of hits, uh, but like it's it's getting no traction. The entire story is getting no traction. It's on the front of newspapers, and people are like, yeah, whatever. That's wonderful. That's that's a huge victory uh, for the for the. <laughs> For the president, then it's on the on the front page of In Touch magazine. It's the cover photo. It's like Stormy Daniels, I bang Donald Trump, and people are like, "Yep, whatever." <laughs> it's so great. Like his his persona has saved him. His persona has saved the thing. And this is funny. The whole uh, you can grab him by the 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 Access Hollywood tape uh, because that's already come and gone. And people are like, wow, he, he banged a porn star? Huh, huh, imagine that. I feel bad for Melania. Okay, moving on. Yeah, I feel bad for Melania. I am too. However, and I'll say this, and this is not going to be popular, uh, I give a time, uh, like this is back in t- 2006, she had just given birth to like Baron. Mm-hmm. So it's like four months, it's like four months after uh, her body's, you know, undergone a bit of a trauma. I'm sure she wasn't eager to hop in the sack. I'm sure. Here's the thing. A dude is always ready. A dude is always ready. And so I'm sure Melania's like, you know what? It's Donald. Um, come on. It's been four months. You've got to give me some time. I'm just not feeling it. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't be the person I was, uh, before this happened. He's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go play golf. <laughs> And I will be back. And then uh, I think I think Stormy uh, got Donald through a tough time. That could be the case. But, I mean, let's put it this way. Again, I grew up in New York State. I don't ever remember a time in my life that I did not know who Donald Trump was. Um, his marriage to uh, the one in the middle there, Marla Maples, and, and how that ended and same thing. She was pregnant with Tiffany or just had Tiffany. And there he goes again. I mean, this is not news. It's like a pattern. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just, it would be different. Okay. It would be different. Like these guys who put themselves out there as male feminists or, 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 or super, super, super morally superior, you know, Mike Christian, Pence. Yeah. If if you heard that about Mike Pence, it would be jaw dropping. Yes. Right. So it I, I, it, I, it's as much about. And, and I mean, the same thing was with Bill Clinton, a certain amount of charisma or a certain about, well, everybody freaking knew that got him through too. <laughs> Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. JFK, mm-hmm. all these dudes, yep. some dudes are just wired like that. Yep. They're where like. But, hey. they, but he never pretended to be something that he wasn't. Exactly. It's yeah. It's it's uh, so it's wonderful. So my little plan of the uh, the the Stormy Daniels thing being a huge, it didn't pan out, and for, and for, unfortunately for the reasons I was talking about. Like as <laughs> right. I, as I go back and look at the video, I'm like, wow, I'm kind of slow. I should have figured this out <laughs> when I was writing it. Like here's why it doesn't matter. Wait, hold up. This can't what? go viral if it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, conflict sells and and sex sells. And and I t- and I was very nice. And I want to say, uh, I want to get Jenna Jameson on the show. That's going to happen. Uh, that I still want to talk about th- that uh, and the porn industry and and where she is now with her life and blah blah blah. And with Stormy Daniels, let the record show 
<clears throat> I was very comfortable. I was very uh, nice to Stormy when when I was doing an image search. <clears throat> excuse me to be like, OK, this will be the photo that we'll use. I picked a good one. You look at that picture of Stormy Daniels. That's as good as she gets. And, and that's pretty good. I could have I could have been very unkind. So I love you, Stormy. It ain't nothing against you. Um, uh, so I, I was nice. You got a very good photo. You're you're a beautiful, beautiful girl. So I'm sure people are frustrated, uh, and that's fine. I want well, them to I'm be sure frustrated. Well, I'm sure all the people, that, all the people that broke this story and thought it was actually going to be like, oh, are frustrated. Yeah, we so. got her on tape. Trump's and they're like, Trump's afraid of sharks, and I'm like, seriously. And this is the thing that drives me crazy. I'm sure Trump is uh, – he's sitting there on the bed. He's like, holy crap, Stormy Daniels is about to come out of that bathroom and she's going to be ready to go. So uh, she comes out. He floats the balloon like, hey, you want to do this? And she's like, you know what? Sure. I'll do it. Whatevs. <laughs> and so there's that awkward moment where you're kind of getting undressed and you're kind of each other out. Maybe the TV's on in the background and it sounds like – uh, Trump just like casually saw a shark on the Discovery Channel. It was like, boy, I, I don't like sharks. Huh? How about that? Like, it's just like, it's like passing the time. Like, hey, while well, I'm taking off my pants. Hey, look at those clouds. That's weird. I don't know. Did hey, she, this is a. <laughs> does she have to give him the money back now? No, she doesn't have to give him the money back. She upheld her end of the bargain, if that's true. Listen, uh, let's oh, no, pretend no, no, it is no, no, true. No. Well, but there was something about an NDA. If you have an NDA and you're paid money for an NDA, you can't disclose anything. The, this interview was done in uh, a long, long time ago. Oh, okay. She, she, they asked her about it in 2016. Uh, she goes, no, that never happened, blah, blah, blah. But eventually the allegation is the lawyers had already said, hey, here's 130 grand to not talk. Then they go back and she did an interview with In Touch a million years ago going, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I banged the president. That's the interesting well, thing. But he wasn't, he <clears throat> wasn't the president then, right? Right. He was just this dude on The Apprentice and, and whatever. I mean, is – some people say things to up their profile too. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Here's the interesting thing, and if I and if we had cub reporters, this is the this is the story I would want to know. In the in the 2016 election, when the whole Access Hollywood thing came out, someone at, at In Touch already had this interview, mm -hmm. and they knew it, and they sat on it, mm -hmm. and they did nothing. That to me, uh, that to me is the interesting part. Who was that? Who was that and why? Because I've always thought – Drip, I, drip. Well, I always thought the interesting thing about the Access Hollywood tape, and it seems to be like me and Tucker Carlson are the only ones who find this interesting. Access Hollywood is an NBC Universal show. Mm -hmm. They knew they had Donald Trump on tape saying grab him by the blah, blah. When you're rich and you're famous, you can grab him by the blah, blah, and they don't even care, which whatever. That statement aside – NBC Universal knew they had that on tape for like ten years, and and they didn't they didn't release it. Mm -hmm. They gave it to a to a third party. Now, in my opinion, the only reason you'd give it to a third party is to not have people looking like, well, why did you sit on this? They they weaponized it. They mm -hmm. took that information and they wanted to wait till they really needed it as like kind of a checkmate. And that tells me NBC Universal has a vested interest in who the president is 
And that is frightening. And that really had me. That was one of the days. It was one of those epiphanies where I really doubled down on all of this stuff. Like it's those kind of decisions happen. Media companies have an interest in who leads our country. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. They shouldn't. They, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. I don't care. like to be led around by the nose. I don't no. like to be led around by the nose or by uh, the wiener unless the circumstances have to be just absolutely perfect. Uh, I don't, Wow. I don't, I don't like being led around by the nipples, but I do like light nipple play. <laughs> well, and I just want to say to the guy who went to the gentleman's club in Greenville last night to try to do a gotcha interview with Stormy Daniels, you're a hero because nobody cares. <laughs> I care. I mean, I mean, not about Stormy Daniels, but like, here's the deal. And this is the, what people, oh, and this is a great segue. You are just dishing them up today, Gypsy. You're just dishing them up. So uh, Stormy Daniels, who air quotes porn star, not a porn star in my mind. Uh, Jenna Jameson is a porn star. That That is, she's a porn star, mm-hmm. a league of her own. Stormy Daniels is a porn actress. She, she was in a lot of movies, uh, whatever. However, to the... To to make the real money, any any woman who is uh, – I've met a couple uh, that in the adult film industry, the real money comes from doing shows. You have to go out on the road. It's very similar. It's very – it's eerily similar to the life of a stand-up comic. Like I might do a, uh, uh, you know, a one-hour special on Comedy Central that a lot of people know me from, but I'm really going to make my money going to improvs and funny bones – uh, and side splitters and stuff like that. Uh-huh. The porn industry is the exact same way. So, so I feel bad that Stormy Daniels has to go out uh, on the road. And now, however, and then I'll say this, women make way more money than dudes. I saw an interview with Jenna Jameson one time talking about, so, hey, guys, you want to be in porn? Well, get ready for this. And she talked about how horrible it was. And for like, if a woman does a, a blank blank scene, she's going to make like 500 bucks. And if the dude is in, like, if Jenna Jameson is, uh, is, uh, doing a scene with two dudes, she's going to make a thousand bucks. The guys are going to make like 50 bucks. <clears throat> it's the, it's that kind of wage disparity. So I want to know why we aren't having a March for that. Why aren't we having a March for men's equality in porn? If I listen, because nobody cares, kind of like Stormy Daniels. If I have to get my wiener hard and work just, you don't think it's hard work. You don't think, you don't think having sex with this woman is hard work. Why should she be making five hundred dollars and I'm only making a hundred? Aren't I just as you could totally? I want to make the case for that. Men's rights in in porn. Let's equalize it. I want to equalize it. And that's why, oh, this is great. This is so awesome. Like somebody somebody was tweeting about uh, the, the lead actress from uh, Blackish is thinking about walking off the show because she just found out she makes less than Anthony Anderson. Guess what, honey? Welcome to Hollywood. Anthony Anderson is worth more than you are. He is a bona fide movie star. Look yep. at his resume. He is a marquee dude. You... Honey, uh, sweet cheeks, had a show on the CW. 
you can't compare the two. It's apples and oranges. And that's like poor Mark Wahlberg, man. Mark Wahlberg had to go back and do reshoots for some movie, and he had it in his contract. If I have to go back and do reshoots, I get a million five. Right. And the other girl had it in her contract. If I have to go back and do reshoots, I get a hundred grand. Sorry, baby. Sorry, that's sweet. That's called geez. negotiate better contracts. Yep, that's called get a better agent. And mm-hmm. you know why you only got a hundred thousand bucks? Because that's what you're worth. You are not a marquee name. Mark Wahlberg opens movies. He is a marquee. People will go see a movie because they like him. He is worth more money. And if you can't get your head uh, wrapped around that, well, then I want to make the same amount of money uh, Stormy Daniels does when I go in and do my uh, girl, girl, boy scene with her. I'm oh. still I got it all storyboarded out. I can tell you what happens off the air. Okay, but that's the, that's that's the harsh reality of it. And poor Mark Wahlberg, and he gave the money to some charity, and that was a smart move. That's a smart move. He has this. He had to spend a, a million five to uh, keep his career intact or else he looks like a jerk. And a million five to Mark Wahlberg, granted, that's not, that ain't gonna break the bank. However, I fe- literally, you wanna make me feel bad for a millionaire, you just did, you just did. There are, there are times, it can't all be equal, you guys. It can't all be equal. Circumstances uh, dictate other stuff. But now we're in the Women's March area of the show. We've gotten to that in a, in a wonderful fashion. Yeah, I, I won't call it that. Mm. A bunch of people don't want to call it that. Uh, I, I I could tell you what I call it. What do you call it? I call it the pro-abortion, anti-Semitic, third-wave, intersectional feminist march. Ba-boom. Here's what I'll say. Here's, here's the controversy. That, first of all, your statement, controversial. God bless you. Here's the controversy <laughs> for me. I think it's like, accurate. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. It probably is. Here's my Here's my beef. Uh, it's like, what, what, again, like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Call me on the phone when someone is taking away your rights and I'll march with you. Uh, uh, point number two, I guess they were using a lot of pictures on social media from the previous woman's March, like lying about the turnout. Oh yeah. They're like, look at all the women here in DC. And you're like, bitch, that's from 2016. So there's that. Then friend of the show, our, our good friend Andrew Apple informs me that it's actually about voter registration. And that, that terrifies me as well. So like, okay, ladies, let's all get together. Why? Because we're ladies and let's do a voter. So listen, I, don't vote for somebody just because they have a vagina. This whole thing well, of we need more women to run. We need, why aren't there more women? I, I don't know. Maybe, That's a really good question. Maybe, maybe they don't want to do it. Exactly. But I, I mean, here's my other thing. You can't go to the Women's March if you're pro-life. You can't go if you're pro-Israel. You can't go unless you truly believe that we need to buy into the myth that there are women who don't have the right plumbing. Um, yeah. It, all the things you can't be. Yes. And, not and, very and be included in the women's march. Like I cannot be a feminist, so I I cannot believe that women deserve to be be able to be whatever they want to be, right? Whether it's a stay at home homeschooling mom or the CEO of Hewlett Packard, like you know Carly Fiorina. Okay, I yep. believe all of those things are great and wonderful if that's what you want to do. But I can't be a feminist because I think Planned Parenthood sucks. And I guess there was some uh, blowback where there were some people in the transgender community who didn't want them to wear the pink hats 
because that would suggest oh, yes. that all women have vaginas. Like, I love and it. I love it when pink, it gets that to that level of pink, ridiculous. That they're yes. all pink. Because not everyone's is pink. Yes. yes I'm just yes, sitting yes. here going, oh, my God. But that's intersectional. That's the whole intersectional thing. My box is more important than your box because in my box, we're discriminated against more. So you have to take special care of my feelings. So I don't really want equality. I want special privileges. That's that's it in a nutshell. It's and, not and, about and, equality. I, it's I, about special privileges. I hate it. I and hate it. I, I don't like it as well. However, like our good friend Andrew Apple says, and he was there. He went to uh, one of the markets. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Did he wear Mark, a hat? I know. <laughs> I saw – I follow him on Twitter and, and Instagram and I'm like, oh, dude. Dude. Oh, oh dude. wow. If you were single, oh. I could totally get it, but you're not. <laughs> I, we, we're not gonna. We're not gonna do that. You know why he went? He went to do research for the Loftus party because he's an awesome dude okay. and love him with all our hearts. He was the one who said it's about voter registration. It's about voter registration, and that's when I actually got scared. But wouldn't you have to? No, yeah. no, it's about I don't. I, it's about the mob. It's about a mob mentality. Oh, you get yeah. a bunch of you get a bunch of people worked up. Over really nothing. Really, you could argue you're worked up over nothing. You didn't like the way the election went out. So let's get everybody in a, into a frenzy and sign up to vote. Sign up to – so it's a numbers game. At the end of the day – and this is where you and I were talking before the show. Like th there's moments where I realize I have to redouble my efforts and I have to try in this way and I have to make that adjustment uh, towards the, the big goal. It is a numbers game. Whoever gets the most votes gets to do what they want. Obama what? said that. Obama said that, and it and it hit me like I was a werewolf, and it was it was a silver bullet. Holy crap! They're doing the Democrats, and and you can have Republican strategists till the cows come home. We've had we've raised more money. Da 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 da. You're gonna spend it on crap. You're gonna spend it on uh, millennials. Dig it, groovy uh, T-shirts and crappy bumper stickers. <laughs> We have to encourage more people to like wake up and enjoy your freedom or it's going to be too late. Oh, so yeah. we should be – listen, there was a lot of angry people out there marching. For whatever reason, that doesn't matter. Like but, I mean – The fact it, is they, they registered a, a boatload of people. But wouldn't you have to think that if you're going to be an activist because that's essentially an activist march that you're already registered to vote? Well, like, I, I mean, think not it, just anybody shows up there. I tell you what, a lot of people who might not be, maybe they just moved and they're not registered. I'm, I guarantee, listen, their numbers didn't go down. Numbered of no, registered Democrats did not go down at the uh, at the Women's March. I'm sure they went up. And then it, then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, as much as I love to mock it, there is that little bit of like, yee, yikes, that happened. So – we need uh we need better marketing. We need uh more fun. We need more fun, and that's what we have to do. And to me, to me personally, uh, more fun is uh more personal freedom. Uh, I like uh I like doinking. I like music. I like pop culture. I like making fun of stupid people. So that's uh that's where the website's going. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. uh movies, music. Politics, doinking. Oh, booze. Booze. Big fan of that. 
booze, maybe a few cigars. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk that. And then meanwhile, while we're talking about all the fun we're having, you might want to know this little uh, tidbit of information because you're probably digesting fake news, which Donald Trump just his first. Hopefully this is an annual thing. I would like it to be a more of a show, uh, the fake news awards, because he had those out so popular. It crashed the site. I guess the GOP had everybody was going. It crashed the site. And that warms the cockles of my heart. So did you see who won? Yes. Uh, number one, uh, first on the list was the dude, I think his name is Paul Krugman from the New York Times, who famously said <laughs> the stock market will never recover from a yep. Trump presidency, yep. will never recover. And that's just a blowhard douchey man who was way wrong. Last time I checked, uh, we're doing great. Mm -hmm. We're doing great. Uh, number Paul two, Krugman hasn't been right about anything. No, I'm yeah, not, the, like not just so, Trump. I mean, anything ever. Uh, some of the highlights from the list uh, include that uh, the CNN report that the Trump campaign had had early access to hacked documents from WikiLeaks. They ran with that story. Mm -hmm. Trump had him before. Trump had him before. And they're like, hey, do you look at the dates? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Like literally the, the date in the memo they were talking about prove them wrong. But they ran uh, They ran with the story because it fit uh, the, the narrative. narrative. Mm -hmm. uh, and then right out of the gate, I think it was day one of the Trump presidency when Time, the Time reporter, was like, Trump removed the bust of Martin Luther King Jr. from the Oval oh, Office. Yep. He's already moved it. And there was a Secret Service guy standing in front of it. And the, new, the dude knew damn well that's what the truth was. But they went with the story because it fit the narrative. Mm -hmm. Um, ba ba Oh, the CNN video talking about how Trump overfed the fish, uh, with the Japanese prime minister Shinzo Abe. And they just, they, he did, he did what the prime minister did. So yep. sorry, fake news. Uh, oh, the other one that just drives me crazy that Newsweek reported that, um, that, uh, Trump didn't shake the Polish lady's hand, the Polish, uh, prime minister's wife. Uh, hand when, oh, right? when he did and they all had it yet they decided to go with that story why and and and, and all of these oh he missed he he moved uh the, the statue that means nothing even if he had done it it means nothing he overfed the fish who gives a crap he didn't shake somebody's hand who none of these none of them none of them are about policy it's all about making people dislike this president who I think is doing a great job. You look at the policy, you look at his actions, it's phenomenal. And I'm sorry for everybody who's not on the chugga chugga Trump train. Uh, well, it's going swimmingly well. I want to thank him for being the first president to speak at the March for Life. That was awesome. Which well, happened right? the There's day something. before the Women's March, which was much larger than the D.C. Women's March. But shh, we don't want to tell anyone that. Yeah. It's you look, you look at policy and you look at what he what he does and the accomplishments. And I'm telling you, like like Bill Crystal has to save face. Bill Crystal has to save face because he was an anti-Trumper from a long, long time ago. Yeah, now, but I he's know not. You, you weren't you weren't for Trump at all. No, like so far from it. You were so far from liking Donald Trump. You couldn't even see it from where I, you were. I, I still, However, I still you, don't you, like him. Oh, like, I don't know. A lot, I don't know a lot of people. Listen, he's still not had, my cup of tea. But if I had to pick, um, you've you can have lunch with uh, Donald Trump 
or Lana Del Rey? I'm going to go with Lana, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of be all flirty with her and she's going to be like, Ooh, who is this guy? He's different. And then I'm going to bail. I'm going to break her heart. And I'm going to go over to Taylor Swift's house and be like, Taylor, I think Lana Del Rey's into me. Oh my God. Cause I'm living in a fantasy world where that kind of thing could happen. Mm-hmm. But I, actually, you know what? I would like to hang out with Donald Trump uh, for a little bit. Just to, just, just, just to hang out with it, hang out with him and say I did. However, like the Bill Crystals of the world, the the big time never Trumpers, I really think they're sitting back and hoping something goes horribly wrong. Oh, they are. So they will be proven right, and that uh, is terrifying. I'm not. I'm not asking everybody to to march around wearing MAGA hats because Lord knows I don't. And then. Mm-hmm. And that would be hypocritical. But we should all celebrate. You gotta admit, yes, we have to celebrate when it's going good. We have to celebrate the good stuff. We have a director of, uh, or a secretary of education who is actively pulling the federal government back and saying, states, innovate, localities, innovate, do the right thing. Let's, Let's flip this educational system on its head because it was built for an industrial society. Let's do something different. Okay. That's exciting, right? You've got a, a you know folks at the EPA and now Mulvaney who's got that horrible agency that Elizabeth Warren created. You know, they're just going, "No, we are not going to govern by memo. We are not going to govern by directive from this level if it's not a law, we're not doing it." Yes. <laughs> and I love it. it- I I do too. You you stand back and you look at it objectively like as a as a guy who thinks that big government gets in the way and that big government is always a, a waste of money and the more money you give to them, the more money you're wasting and you're creating machine that only wastes more money mm-hmm. and occasionally does good things. Like I want to keep my government nice and trim and sleek and uh, like with a swimmer's body. I don't want this big bloated job of the hut government. I, mm-hmm. I want that's what I want. So. Is Donald Trump helping me get what I want? Yes. I'm going to celebrate that every mm-hmm. single time. Uh, and and I tell you this, and this occurred to me too, watching uh, the, the Sunday shows today. It is like the more they go after him for he misfed the fish, the more they go after him with he didn't shake her hand. The more they go after him with these little tiny jabs that have nothing to do with policy, the more I like him and the more I want to defend him. Because like Jimmy Carter, I've never seen anything like this. So it makes me want to help the guy. He's being bullied. He's totally the victim, <laughs> which is great because he's a bully himself. It's it's wonderful. It's good for ratings. Uh, but let's let's keep it nice. We, I, I swear we're doing Michaeltopia this week. Oh, dear. Oh, you say you can't say, oh, dear now. Oh, dear. OK, I'll, I've got two. OK, I've got two. Uh, and, and both of them, one is violent and one is sexy. Uh, so I'll go with the violent one first. Uh, and, and this is just, I made it up on the fly. So don't hold me to this. Don't be like in 2018, you said this, listen, I'm, I'm reaching here. I'm telling you, I'm reaching in Michael Topia. If you give a speech in front of like the Senate or the Congress, whatever, and you compare a sitting U S president to one of the great mass murderers in the history of mankind, I'm allowed to kick you in the nards. 
when Jeff Flake compares Donald Trump, the president of the United States, to Joseph Stalin, I get to kick him in the nuts. And then I get to smack him upside the head and just go, what's wrong with you? Seriously. That, like was that just... dude is – he is over. He is over. That's, he is speaking to, me, that's to no the one. He is speaking to no one but the Bill Crystals and the Evan McMullins of the world. And he, but you know, he thinks he's talking to MSNBC. He thinks he's talking to the head of casting uh, at CNN and MSNBC. That is an audition tape. No. That is an audition tape. That and the was same just thing, pathetic. Along yes. with, along with. Because in Micheltopia, we don't do this either. When the president gives a State of the Union address, you go, you sit, and you listen. You don't, yeah. you don't like make some big public showing of, I'm not going because he doesn't deserve my time, Maxine Impeach Waters. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. Oh, God. All uh, that's of one them. of the things I was, I was – when I was on the Steel and Unger show last week, we were talking about that. Uh, Maxine Waters Stupid. and there's the other lady – uh, with the cowboy hat, like, we're not going. And I tell you what, and if I was the president, I'd be like, you'll notice those seats are empty. That should tell you a lot. Mm-hmm. And if it was up to me, we'd leave those seats empty because those bitches aren't doing anything for their constituents. Mm-hmm. It's all about. And then and then the media would be like, why doesn't Donald Trump want powerful black women at the State of the Union? That's a, They would flip it like that. Mm-hmm. But screw those ladies. Screw those ladies. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. She's boring as all hell. So's cowboy hat lady. Uh, here's my other one. In Michael Topia, uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski have a sex tape and we're all allowed to watch. <laughs> I, I we, we can would. opt out, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Don't you don't have to. It's like the Kardashian thing. Like, oh, there it is. I don't want to watch it. Um, but that would, that would somewhat, it would be hilarious. I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. And, Cause and, you know, did, did you see, you've seen young Frankenstein when, when Gene yeah. Wilder, every time he goes to kiss Madeline Kahn, she's like, taffeta darling. <laughs> and she won't kiss him back. And he's like, oh, and he goes into kiss. She's like, oh, I just did, oh, boo, 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 kittens. I just did my, 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 my makeup. That's what it is. That's what it is. Like well, I guarantee, and it's probably the safest, most just unsexy, uh, Mika, I'm going to touch your left breast now if I have your permission. Yes, Joe, you may touch my left breast. There's nothing hot about it. There's nothing sexy. There's no desire. There's no lust. I want to see it. <laughs> oh, my God. And I Joe, Joe, I saw the cover for the video yesterday. Not wearing, not wearing socks, Joe, and I'm I'm, help, I'm helping you, Joe. That went out with Miami Vice. He's bringing it back. No, he's not. I'm gonna. I got not I at all. Free. I have to encourage this behavior. Oh I my have god! To encourage it. It's so Just, awesome. It's like watching a fake documentary, a mockumentary. It's like Spinal Tap or Waiting for Guffman. There was a show on on NBC. Uh, it was like, oh, we're going to do a Broadway show based on the life of Marilyn Monroe. Do you remember that show? No, but okay. It was on, it was on for two seasons, and it was about these actors, and they're in New York, and it's about the drama of putting on a Broadway musical. It was so wonderfully horrible. 
It was so wonderfully bad. And the thing that made it great was they were trying. They were trying to make a great show and they thought, they thought they were making a great show. They thought it was important and they thought it was all desperately serious. It was the best television ever for all the wrong reasons. I would watch that show, Sam Simon, the creator of uh, The Simpsons, I convinced him to watch it. We would watch it together and we would howl like kids. We just, it was a endless source of delight. Gloriously awful. Yes. Yes. And that's what, that's what Joe Scarborough's music career is. I never want him to quit. I love, I love, I love the picture of him on the amp with the suit and the no socks. It's, it's perfect. What was was Don Johnson's character? Like Sonny Crockett? That's all I could think of. That looked good. That looked good. Uh, Don Johnson in like 1985. Exactly. And that's what makes Joe Scarborough so awesome that he's trying. He thinks it's great. You have to if you can't, it's it's the irony. It's that he's trying and he really thinks he looks cool and he's like, oh, and it's and it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. And he's trying so hard. Honestly, celebrate that. I never want him to stop. I looked at him and I thought to myself, Ray Talamo. Mm. Ray Talamo was the kid in my junior high who came to school dressed every day like Sonny Crockett. <laughs> but he probably got some babes. No, he didn't. Back in 1980-whatever. No, no, not living in upstate Call New him. York. Well, he's not. He's probably not rocking it today. And so I, I'm sure, I'm sure. That's and Ray, the scene if you're I listening, I'm sorry. I want to see, see the scene when Joe Scarborough comes home from the photo shoot. And Mika's like, so how'd it go, Joe? What, uh, what did you wear? And he's like, baby, I rocked it. I rocked it so hard. Check this out. And then he whips out, he whips out the proof sheets and he's like, check me out. I'm just sitting there with, mm, with my guitar sitting on the amp. Check me out. No socks, honey. And she's like, oh, Joseph. Oh, sweet Joseph. I might let you touch my labia tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> It's great. It's great. Uh, we should do, I, I swear, if like when we have the money and the website is so big, I would, I would, I swear to you, I would, and I would help write it, a soap opera, a Joe and Mika soap opera, and it would be audio only. It'd be a once weekly podcast. It's the best idea ever. It's the best idea ever. And you'd have some real cold-hearted ice queen playing Mika who cries on TV. And Joe, the former congressman, frustrated rock and roller. It's fantastic. And he, he wants to have sex with her, but she won't let him. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. You guys, oh this, this one fast. This one went fast. It's going to be a supersized show. All of it's staying in. Sometimes we edit stuff out. It's all staying in. It's a long show. Screw it. You're worth it. Uh, value added. And, and and I tell you what, in the title of this thing, I'm pushing the Joe and Mika. <laughs> I'm oh, pushing my- the Joe and Mika sex stuff. Here's the title of this week's show. It's a year of Trump. It's going great. Plus, there should be a Joe and Mika sex tape. Oh, my God. Boom. We're exploding. That's the funniest thing ever. No one else is doing that. I swear to God, no one else has had that idea. Okay. It was a great show. Thank you so much. Uh, please go to uh, iTunes. Uh, it helps. It's an algorithm. 
Uh, we didn't get to talk about the changes in Facebook and YouTube, but holy crap, if you've been uh, putting off uh, friending or following the Loftus Party Facebook page, you, you need to do it now because they're changing the algorithm. If people thought it was slanted before, it looks like it's really going to be slanted now. So so please. And I'm not doing this just to try to get clicks. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, you'll think, oh, boy, whatever happened to that? Well, I guess they still have the podcast, but I never see them on Facebook anymore. Follow that page and you'll be up to date and subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's big changes coming to YouTube and even more content creators are going to disappear. We're doing okay. I'm not upset. I'm very happy with the way things are going, but make sure you subscribe to that. That way you won't miss nothing. Let's play that theme song one more time and say goodbye to that. It's, it's the theme song is living on borrowed time. You guys are awesome. See you next week.